Reclaimed is the podcast about the woman's journey of reclaiming her sense of self, her voice, and ultimately her power through somatics, embodiment, breathwork, plant medicine, and conversation. I'm Kyla Ganyan, and this is Reclaimed. Hello, sweet friends. Welcome back. Okay, so I wanted to start here. (laughs) In my mind, this is the beginning. Uh, My story starts when I was 20. Now, obviously, that's not the beginning. The beginning is when I was born. And I trust we'll get into that through these conversations. But today, I wanted to start with the story that I think of, my timeline that I think of when I consider my my healing process, my evolutionary journey, my growth journey, my my road trip to becoming a reclaimed woman started for me when I was 20 and really like deepened when I was, let's say, 35, but let's start at 20. So I know quite a few of you listening might know this story and um, a lot of you won't. So when I was 20, my mom passed away. My mom was diagnosed with brain cancer when I was 19. And on the actual day of my birthday, landed in uh, a coma. And then spent the last three weeks in the hospital uh, out of a coma. She did come out of a coma. And so we spent the last three weeks of her life and the first three weeks of my 20th year in the hospital. And there's a lot there, obviously. And as a, I was an only child, I am an only child, am and was an only child. I was, I was always told I was so independent, hyper-independent and was celebrated for that. And, um, I kind of took it as a proud, I was quite proud of it when I was younger. And the more work I've done and the more sort of unfolding of, of my life, realizing why I had to be hyper-independent and now, and again, we'll probably get into that conversation too. Uh, I don't love the fact that I was hyper-independent. Now, it supported me and continues to support me, yes, and um, wasn't maybe my best friend. So what happened after my mom passed away is I went from living at home, being totally taken care of, having all my bills paid for, uh, you know, not having to think about anything. I was a child. And literally overnight, I had to find a home. I had to learn what it was to pay rent, hydro, internet, like uh, insurance, all the things, phone bill, blah, 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 gas. And I also had to find a job that supported that. Now I did work prior to my mom being sick, but I did, I quit to tend to her, to take care of her. So I had to get back into the workforce and have a good enough job that as a 20 year old child, that I could take care of everything. Now I had a family, I have a father. I refused to ask for help. This is that hyper independent. I refused to ask anybody for help. I didn't go to therapy. I, I just like toughed it out and did it myself. And I had the belief that I had to, it was just what I had to do. And what I now know is I was fully 
so deep in survival that I just didn't even know what else to do, but to just figure it out. And so maybe someone can really relate to that in life where you're like, I don't even, I don't even think I have time to ask for help because you're in such survival that you just do the thing and, and you figure it out. You do it. Of course we do. We're capable of it. It's just not healthy and it's not what we're supposed to do. So I carry that hyper-independence into the next 20 years. And shortly after my mom passed, I moved towns. I ended up in this, in this town that I never lived in before and started going to the gym really regularly. It was something that I could control, <laughs> which has become a theme in my life. I like to control things. So I, I started going to the gym and the woman who owned the gym approached me one day and she said, <laughs> She said, I, first of all, she was probably six foot three and jacked. She was a competitive bodybuilder, definitely not a natural athlete, definitely used some substance and had quite a presence to her, like big and strong and a little bit intimidating to a young girl. (laughs) And she was also so sweet. And she said, I'm running a, a fitness and bodybuilding competition here in nine months, and I would love to train you for it. And so two things happened there. One, I, well, I said, yes, of course. And, and I think now the reasons I said yes was one, it was this mothering energy that was coming towards me, this older woman who wanted to care for me and tend to me. And also it was that deepening of control. Okay. I'm going to go even harder into this fitness. Great. (laughs) Great. And I did, and I trained with her for nine months and competed and, and, and that opened up this whole journey of me now going into this realm of fitness that was hyper-controlled, um, really intense. If any of you have competed in fitness or know of anyone who does that, you'll, you'll get what I'm saying. And it spiraled me down like a decade of challenge for sure, but also a decade of something that I could control and something that I felt actually mostly quite good about because it was giving me attention and it was keeping me distracted. And that world really did offer me quite a lot of beautiful things. And I'll share that in another episode, but that fitness lifestyle of mine had its pros. Yes. But what it also was keeping me in was this protected state where I was only really accessing this superficial level of myself. It was really only about how I looked and how everyone else looked. And I was praised on how I looked and judged standing on stage being judged solely on how I looked. So it was very, it was, it was very like, it was just, it it was so boring now that I think about it, but it was, it was incredibly superficial, very surface level and didn't allow me to access anything deeper. And what that meant is it kept me safe from going into the depth of my pain, my sorrow, my grief that I really didn't allow myself to feel. And so when we're in survival mode, we we don't allow ourselves to access anything external or otherwise that is going to uh, cause us what might feel like weakness, right? And so tending to a broken heart would feel like weakness in a sense, although it's not. And that just was too terrifying. And so really what I would do is I would only allow myself to access 
the happy and the good and the positive. And I was creating this life that looked so fun. And I was traveling and I was doing all of these things and photo shoots and magazines and all seemed so well. And I, I kept myself so hidden emotionally from everyone. If anyone ever asked how I was, it was like, oh, I'm good. I'm great. I'm this, I'm that. Never would I allow myself to get to the root or the truth because that would mean unlocking everything. And I wasn't prepared to do that. I also didn't know how to do that. And it felt really terrifying to go into that pain that I had really intentionally and subconsciously all at the same time tucked away. And that meant I wasn't allowing myself to show up full, fully in partnership, in relationship, in my work, in my family, because I was really just a small version of myself. You know, it's like I was just one little part of myself. I was the like together controlled, seemingly happy version of self. And I really, I was, I was pretending to be someone I wasn't. And it wasn't until I found somatic work and breath work that I started to open and unlock. And that was, yeah, like 35. And so I'm grateful for it. It was my, like my gateway to this unfolding, unraveling creation, this reclamation of who I am. And that has come with looking at a lot of the pain and understanding my behaviors leading up to this point in my life. And now learning how to detach from some and create new patterns and habits and, and existences. And it's this whole trip and, and it was the base. It is the base of this conversation. We have for so long been holding our true self back for many reasons, many valid reasons, and the time is now, right? We don't have to hold back anymore. And I'm personally quite thrilled about this and, and I'm here for it and, and hence the podcast. So this story will, I'm sure unfold in more layers and I'm thrilled that you're here to share it with me. And I wish you just the most beautiful journey of reclaiming whatever it is that you are reclaiming. Ah, yeah. Thanks for letting me share just a snippet of my story and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. If you would like to go deeper, if you're a little curious about what else there might be, I want to invite you to join me inside of my online community. The Essentials is a place where we gather as community every single week in live calls. We drop in together bi-weekly for live breathwork journeys. We have guest teachers every month to share their magic and their wisdom. And that's on top of over 200 guided practices, including movement, yoga, fitness, meditation, and breathwork, and so much more. And as a listener, please go ahead and use code RECLAIMED at checkout to save 50% off your first month. And if you have just a hot second, would you go ahead and leave a rating and or review? It helps me out oh so much. Love you to bits and I'll see you on the next episode.